This is the Sales Gravy Podcast. I'm Jeb Blunt, best-selling author of Fanatical Prospecting, Sales EQ, Objections, and Inked, and I'm here to help you fill up your pipeline, close bigger deals, and rock your commission check. You can tell by my voice that I have laryngitis, which is a really tough thing to have as a speaker, but the show must go on. This episode is the first of a series of conversations with Matthew Pollard, who is the author of a fantastic book called The Introvert's Edge. Matthew and I will be tackling myths about introverts in selling, and we'll be talking about what introverts need to do to sell more. Whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, I promise you that you're going to love these episodes. Before we get started, though, I want to tell you about my brand new book called Inked. Inked is, uh, some people are saying, the best book that I've written, and I've written 11. You're going to love this book. The book is about sales negotiation and closing. In Inked, I give you the techniques, the strategies, the tactics, and the tips that you need to go toe-to-toe with buyers and protect your prices and win the deal. Inked is available right now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. And when you purchase Inked, if you'll go to salesgravy.com forward slash inked, you'll have access to more than $3,000 worth of incredible sales training resources for some of the top experts in the world. So go pick up Inked now. And now let's jump into my conversation with Matthew Pollard about why introverts can sell. Welcome to another episode of Sales Masters. I'm here with Matthew Pollard, who wrote The Introvert's Edge. And today we're going to spend some time talking about introverts and how they fit into the sales profession and why introverts need to change the way they do things and also what makes introverts better at sales than other people. And Matthew's an expert on this, although he doesn't come off as an introvert. I'm He's probably going to tell us that he is. And uh, and by the way, I tell people all the time that I'm an introvert, and uh, people don't really understand that. So we'll talk more about that as well. But welcome to the show, Matthew. Mate, I'm ecstatic to be here. Thanks for having me on. So before we get started, just can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, you can tell folks that he is not from the U.S. He's from someplace else. He's a foreigner. Um, but he has he has moved here uh, and and lives in North Carolina in Chapel Hill, beautiful beautiful city. So uh, Matthew, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll we'll walk into the book and why you wrote it. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I think that's a perfect segue because you know I wasn't supposed to be that person that was going to be in sales at all. I mean, I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I mean I was an introverted kid right growing up. I mean, I, I had this condition called Erlen syndrome. And for people that don't know it, it's often diagnosed as dyslexia, but you put on these pair of glasses and magically you can learn to read. Now that doesn't mean you can read like everybody else. It means you get the opportunity to start learning to read. So I got diagnosed at 16 and because of that, I, you know, I hustled really hard for two years to, to get the grades that I needed to, to go to university. But I mean, I was exhausted. I mean, I spent so hard working on getting the grades that I needed to. So, and, and you know, wearing these glasses that were colored lenses and bad acne that you know, terrible. Um, you, you just, I just, I mean, I struggled to talk to my own friends, let alone talk to anyone else. So, but I did convince my family that, you know, I wanted to go to university. I just wanted to take a year off to work out what I wanted to do because they could see I wasn't going to be able to pull that off unless, you know, I knew exactly what I wanted. So I took a job at a real estate agency 
because I wasn't going to just you know sit at home and watch Oprah. But the focus for myself was that I made the decision that I was going to do this job and not the guy up the front selling. I was the guy in the back office doing data entry with a look on my face saying, don't talk to me. You know, I'm here to find myself. Yet three weeks into my job, my boss comes over to me and he says, Matt, I'm so sorry. Head office has just decided to close down this office. You're out of a job. So here I am three weeks into a job out of work at Christmas time. And Christmas time in Australia is, you know, we have our summer break and our Christmas break. I mean, I know you've been to Australia many times. Seasons are all back to front. So no one's hiring. I mean, we're taking a month off at that time. So the only job I could find was this thing called commission only sales. So I made the decision to, to take that job because, you know, that was the only thing I could find. And then, you know, after five days worth of product training and not a single day of sales training, I, you know, I got thrown on this road and got told to, to go, go sell. I mean, my boss had this saying, you know, we throw mud up against the wall and we see what sticks. Sounds great unless you're the mud, right? But the truth was that I just needed to, you know, luckily enough, I was in the business team, not the residential sales team, but I went out and I just took a deep breath and I walked in and I got politely told to leave. Then shortly after that, I got less politely told to leave. Then I got sworn at. And then my personal favorite, I got told to go and get a real job. And then, you know, door after door, that just kept happening until my 93rd door where I made my first sale. And for me, I mean, I was ecstatic for about, no, about 45 seconds. I made about $70. But then I had this realization, you know, I've got to do this again tomorrow and every day for the rest of the year. And that wasn't okay. So I made the decision at that point that sales had to be a system because if it wasn't, I wasn't in control of it. And therefore my year was going to suck. And so I went home and I went, well, how am I going to learn this system? And I started to look at books like, you know, Zig Ziglar or Brian Tracy. And I mean, it would have taken me a year to read those books, let alone, you know, to apply them. I mean, I had a reading speed of a sixth grader. But luckily enough, I stumbled across this cool tool that was just becoming popular in Australia at that time called YouTube. And I typed in system of sale. And funnily enough, there was a lot more there than just cat videos. You know, they had people talking about these systems of sales. So day after day, I started to focus on each one of the steps. And then I would go out and apply it. So it would be eight hours out in the field, eight hours at home practicing. Weekends were great. Those, those were 16 hour days of practicing. But shortly afterwards, the number of doors it took to get a sale went down. Soon it was, you know, 75 doors and then 48 doors and then 36 doors and then 21 doors and then eight doors and then three doors. About six weeks into my job, my boss pulls me into the office and I thought I'd done something wrong. And he had this puzzled look on his face because he was kind of confused. He said, Matt, we just printed out the national sales report and you're the number one salesperson in the company, which just so happened to be the largest sales and marketing company at the time for Southern, in, in the Southern Hemisphere. So it took six weeks to go from not knowing how to sell to being the number one person. And a lot of introverts will say, how did you do that? And the answer was, I made the decision that it was a learnable skill, not that I had to have the gift of gab to obtain it. So I, I have a similar story. I'm an introvert. And let me, let me explain what I mean by that, because my wife disagrees with me. But I don't particularly like large groups of people. I don't like going to parties. I don't like hanging out. I don't like small talk. Uh, I'm happy by myself. In fact, I'm way happy by myself. Uh, and I prefer to be by myself. I don't particularly like having dinner with people. Now, some people are going to get you know, upset about this. But I, I have dinner with people. I meet with my clients. I spend time with them. But my preference is to be alone. And if you put me into a room full of strangers, I'm not naturally walking around and shaking everybody's hands. I'm much more of a wallflower. But for sales, I'm, when I'm standing in front of a customer, I'm a completely different human being. 
And the reason that I am is because I treat sales like a system. It's a systematic process. For me, prospecting is asking for time. The heart is asking sales. And, and the selling part is asking for a series of micro-commitments. And because to me, it looks like a linear process. And by the way, I, I use frameworks inside of that process to guide my conversations that allow me to flex the context. In a sales call, I'm almost an extrovert. I mean, I, 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 my personality completely changes. But when I walk out the door, I go back to being an introvert. And by the way, that's one of the reasons why I wrote Sales EQ around sales-specific emotional intelligence, because one of the things that I've noticed about great salespeople is the same thing. They're, they're, they're a completely different human being when they're in a sales call than when they're in the rest of their life. And what they've learned how to do is to manage their disruptive emotions, and introverts have those disruptive emotions, uh, inside the context of a sales conversation. And by the way, I, I always say, say this, my job in the world is not to make better people, it's to make better salespeople. So I'm not trying to fix the rest of people's life. I'm just trying to help them in that spot. But I love what you said about system because to me, it's the system that I run on that allows me to gain control over something that feels for a lot of people like they have no control. But because I have a system that I run on, it just works that way. So I think there are a couple of things that you mentioned there. So firstly, a lot of people will say, Matt, you look like that natural extrovert. And I think that's one of the, the real problems is an introvert that's good at selling, networking, speaking from stage, introverts you know, do it all the time. We project that person must be extroverted. Even I do it. I, you know, I, I created National Introverts Week to really confront that stigma because we see people that are good at something that would be considered an extrovert arena. We, we project they must be extroverted. And you know, for us, I mean, some of the best sales trainers in the world they're introvert. I mean, Zig Ziglar was an introvert and yet most people don't know it. And I think it's great. Like we've started to notice this where people are willing to come out and say they're introverted, even though they're leaders in their field in sales and public speaking and networking. I mean, Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI, the biggest networking group in the world is introverted because now it's not unpopular to say it. it these days, the biggest hurdle that people have to realize though, is that a, those events that they go to, to, whether it's a selling activity, whether it's a cold calling activity, whether it's networking, whether it's speaking, it doesn't mean we can't do it amazingly. But at the end of it, it takes energy from us and we need to charge our energy elsewhere. You know, Jim Cathcart, we were just talking about him. He and I are great friends. He's the number one most award-winning speaker in the world at the moment. And he and I both spoke on a stage. I run a conference called Small Business Festival, which you know, provides over 300 events across the country helping small business. And he and I spoke on the same stage for three days and we had both had really a great time. And both people, all the audience, I should say, would have expected that both of us, you know, were both extroverted. But the difference was at the end of that event, he was charged by that and the event was in Austin. He wanted to go out around Austin and see the live music capital of the world, go to dinners. I wanted to go to a dark room, put on a hoodie, watch TV and speak to absolutely no one. It doesn't mean that I couldn't perform well, it just meant that I followed my system there, it, you know, it, it, it challenged my energy levels and I had to go back and recharge. And I think the second thing that you mentioned, and I, I think this is why a lot of your resources are so helpful, and you know, a lot of what I did with the Introvert's Edge, I mean, they're not new strategies, it's getting people that are introverted to realize it is a step-by-step -step system. It's, if sales is done well, it isn't this, I just say whatever comes out of my mouth. It's a following a system and a process. 
And the other really cool thing for introverts is if you do that, it stops being about you. So you don't have to take it personally. You know, it's a process. And just like anything else, I mean, if you manufacture cars on a production line and, you know, for instance, Henry Ford, if there was a defect, Henry Ford didn't go, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to make cars. He just went and looked at the system. And for an introvert, we can do the same thing. We can experiment with the system. Please only change one thing at a time. Test and validate whether that works or you won't know why it's blowing up in your face and then constantly improve it. But the key is that introverts and extroverts can both be amazing salespeople, but it's the introvert's ability to gravitate to a system because let's face it, without a system, we suck at selling. They hold onto it for dear life, they perfect it, that allows them to outsell their extroverted counterparts because a system over time will always beat somebody doing something naturally, you know, hands down. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Matthew Pollard and I encourage you to come back because episode two of this conversation will be coming up very soon and make sure that you go to the store today or go online and pick up a copy of my brand new book inked and go to salesgravy.com forward slash inked to get $3,000 worth of free resources when you purchase the book. 